Hello and good evening to everyone once again. Welcome to Dragonforge After Dark. This is Kesh who is now uncancelled with Teacher Mikey discussing with you big armies this turn. So um, last time we did skirmish. Now we are going for the big boys. So yeah. we're going to be tackling a bunch of big army games. So we're going to be doing Warhammer 40k. We're going to be doing uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar, Middle Earth Strategy Battle Game, War Machine and Hordes, and Star Wars Legion, and also a bit on Horus Heresy. So let's jump right into it. But before everything else, no, those who are watching, no, please like and subscribe yes. our different social media uh accounts and also stay tuned um, share like and share our streaming platforms yes. Twitch, facebook and um youtube yes it is michael once again hello michael hello michael all right so what is a big army game as opposed to um, a skirmish game this is where you let out the big stuff this is where you have ranked armies you have um, big units we have bigger tables you have lots of terrain and it's more on showcasing that um that epic battle that you want to see uh like if you want to create for example a scene out of lord of the rings this is where you do it if you want to create like an epic battle between like a chapter of space marines and like a Tyranid horde this is where you do it so um as you can see the tables are significantly larger than once uh those that we saw previously in the glorious glorious skirmish primer and um here are some pictures from our friends from both the old and new forge um oh, various players played yeah I miss I miss that refrigerator. <laughs> right. So um, here we can see an example of uh, hordes. These are both hordes armies. Scorn and um, I believe that's Grimkin. Yes. So uh, as you can see, tables are pretty large. You have a larger selection of units than you would have in um, in a skirmish game, and uh, units actually act in units instead of. Um, individual models uh, except for you know things that actually work as individual models like heroes hqs solos etc and yeah here's more here are more people playing war machine and here are some folks from war jeepney playing uh war machine over at the forge and uh, what we're going to be discussing tonight are specifically Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Age of Sigmar, War Machine and Hordes, Middle-Earth Strategy Battle Game, Star Wars Legion, and a bit on the Horus Heresy. There are a lot more big army games out there. There are historicals, there are rank and files, but these are the ones that we want to focus on because these are the ones we carry and which are the ones we can sell you so that we get money. Cash is going to be completely transparent here. Yes, Cash wants okay, so your money. So, by the way, if you were looking at those photos and they look kind of intimidating to you, that's only on the surface level. No? Mm -hmm. One of the reasons that we created this episode, the Big Army Primer, it's because we believe that getting into big army games is not as intimidating, it's not as scary, and actually not as expensive as people perceive it to be. Indeed. No? So, yeah, this evening, with some of we go them. through everything. Yeah, we go through everything yeah. and we'll, get you, we'll help get you started. And uh, it's an important thing to note that there are some 
big army games that are even simpler to play than some skirmish games. Of course, oh, nothing on this list is gonna be as easy as freaking Warcry. Warcry is like the gold standard of like um, slap down on a table and play. Ah, my zombies! Okay, accidentally hit my zombies. So, yeah. Okay, so let's start with our first big army. Of course, we're gonna address the giant titan-sized uh, elephant in the room, which is Warhammer 40k. It is the most popular tabletop war game out there. Um, uh, last I checked, which is like... Yeah, it still is. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll so I, I doubt that changed few, since last night. In the next half decade, yeah. it will still yeah. be, for sure. Yeah. So, like, 40k is huge. Um, there's a huge player base. Um, it's grimdark sci-fi, and it's actually where the term grimdark originated. So, um, it's actually great for narrative options, but there's also a thriving competitive scene. Well, not right now because there's a plague, but, you know, during non-plague times. They also have gorgeous plastic models. Um, Super. <laughs> like, the most recent GW releases have just been, like god tier uh, as you can see here um that there are really a lot of units like if you play if you play kill team you're gonna have just like five of those uh those assault intercessors um in your army but now they're just one small part of a huge battlefield so this is what big army is all about um in terms of beginner friendliness uh the current edition of warhammer 40k is actually the easiest to get into yet um it's very simple it, uh, the rules are not as complicated as like when i first started in um sixth edition and the um the mess that was the end of seventh edition we had like five different rule books required to play and then they tried introducing a new face to the game which the entire player base hated so now like this is actually super beginner friendly and it's probably the most beginner friendly thing we have in our list next to aos and so ito, from someone who came from kill team and is a very big fan in fact i'm shilling the new kill team every day i can say that actually Warhammer 40,000, the big army game, might actually be the more beginner-friendly game right? in terms of right. complexity. It is, actually. It's actually pretty simple. Because I like, um, like things die pretty fast. Um, it's more fast-paced. Yeah. You don't have a lot of minutia to um, tackle with your individual models. And yes, thank you to our friend Regina, who promises to give me money. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like money. Money is good. So, how much does it take to start 40k? Now, there are three separate two-player starter sets. You have the Command Edition with, for 7875, which grants you two full armies. One is a Space Marine Primaris Army, and one is the um, the Necrons. You can. Uh, this is actually a bit of a redux version of the... Um, of the uh what's that box set again um indomitus dark yes Imperium? Uh, no, indomitus, indomitus, indomitus. Indomitus. dark imperium was 8th ed, 8th ed yeah. yeah yes so um it's pretty good but if you don't really want the terrain i would suggest getting the elite edition instead the elite edition is actually the best bang for your buck since you uh get uh all the models that you get in the 
command edition, you don't get the terrain. But um, if you're already playing, for example, at the shop where where they already have terrain, like we do, you don't really need your own terrain. So like, yeah, and the elite edition might be the most bang for your buck. Or if you want to just get started with um. For example, a small scale game just to learn the rules. Though I don't really recommend this. Uh, you can get the recruit edition. Honestly, the recruit edition is easier to get playing kill team than it is to right. play uh, proper 40k. So my personal suggestion would be the elite edition. Like nine times out of ten, the elite edition would be the right choice. And it's funny because. The most expensive entry-level product for 40k, no, for two players, is significantly cheaper than the two-player kill team set that we have. Yes, it is. Weird, right? <laughs> By a full 2,000 pesos. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, <laughs> note that it also comes with the rule book, uh, the big one. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. It wild. is pretty wild. Uh, okay, so now if you don't want to start either Necrons or Space Marines, you infidel, you can um, get the individual combat patrol box for your army, which will give you 500 points to start with and get started playing immediately. So these things are. <coughs> I'm sorry, I don't have co- I don't have COVID. So they're usually like 6375. And they're consistent among all combat patrols. So find an army that speaks to you. One of these days will make like um, a run through of all the factions per game. So um, it's really up to you. Like what you want to start, you can start orcs, you can start death watch, you can start um, necrons, you can start space marines, blood angels, any chapter of space marines. You can start drew carry. You can start um, adeptus mechanicus if you're a cheese lord. But then after the Combat Patrol Adeptus Mechanicus, you'll have to buy like 70 Nuts. more Skitar. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. All of these Combat Patrol boxes are super good bargains. Like big yeah. savings. Yeah, Some of them are better bargains than others, but we won't get into that today. Um, really, it's just get whichever strikes your fancy most. The most important thing in this hobby is that you like the models. Um, we're in here for the models, right? Like if you don't like the models, you just get too lazy to paint, and then you'll eventually sell your army a few years down the line, like I'm doing with my Tao. Goodbye, Tao. Oh. <laughs> okay. So um, next up is Warhammer: Age of Sigmar. This is the easiest game to get into in this episode. So it's kind of dark fantasy, fantasy-ish, pero hindi. There's a lot of noble bright in it as well. Yeah. Uh, especially with the coming of the Sigmarines. So or the uh, the Stormcast Eternals, yeah, they have an amazing narrative system as we talked about during our explosive um, special for um, the Long War, and um, the, it's actually getting better with the release of the battle tomes. I've actually been seeing a lot of the tables for um, the Path to Glory system, and it's actually getting better. That with the amazing territory system, where you can conquer territory like uh, like a colonial Brit. We're not going to promote what... neo-colonialism. This yes, we are not. Yeah, we're here to promote colonialism. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. Sigmar, Sigmar, Colo- Sigmar yeah, colonialism. Sigmar is, is a colonial bastard. Which is good. Which yes. should be good. 
not man. Nagash just wanted to defend this territory. Anyway, so yes, one huge reason to play is that Nagash is here and along with all his undead armies. And Nagash is the true hero of the setting. He's like misunderstood and like um often maligned, but like Sigmar's a dick. Do not listen to that guy. He's fake news. Uh, it's also very popular, though not as popular as 40k. You will still have a lot of players playing this, so it won't be hard to find pickup games. And how to get started? Just like 40k, we have three levels of play, and just like 40k, I would recommend the middle one, the um, the Harbinger edition, as opposed to the Extremist. Though the Extremist does come with um, a few terrain pieces that are not available separately, like that statue of an elf and um, those two uh, ruined buildings over there. So unless you are an elf simp like Eric, I would um, actually suggest you just go for the Harbinger edition. Once again, I'll be, the... Uh... I'll be frank, you know? I'll be very frank about the extremists. It's kind of sparse. If you compare mm-hmm. it to compare the Compare it to edition, the, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, in terms of the terrain, but... Mm, yeah, mm. honestly, you can give the... Um... No, Gorka Morka is not the one true <laughs> god. The Gash is the one true god. Uh, hey, yes. buenas noches. Buenas, buenas noches as well, JP. Muy bien, muy bien. You know what? Um, JP is an interesting story because he's also a recent convert of AOS. No, and mm. ito, what does he play? Some, um, you know the Golden Boys. <laughs> the Golden, okay. okay. The Golden Boys. <laughs> um, ito, if I must say, and this would sound heresy, but I'm starting to find the AOS models a little more prettier than the 40k models. Um, <laughs> a lot of them actually are, because 40k has a lot of. It has a lot of history behind it, and uh, a lot of the art is set na from before. AOS, right. after they totally obliterated Boom. the old world, gave them like l- huge amounts of creative freedom. So they're just designing whatever the hell they want now. So it, it's, uh, that's why a lot of the models are prettier. But a lot of the models are also, as Michael would say, flimsier. <laughs> right. Oh, anyone with the Night Haunt army will tell you what a pain they oh are. Oh my gosh, I have Night Haunts waiting to be built from the Soul Wars box. My it's god! Beautiful. My god! <laughs> they look nice. Oh, by the way, no, um, another bonus pala. Oops. Oh no. Why does it say Warhammer 40,000? That's my fault. I thought I updated this. Anyway, and Nagash is not pleased. No. Anyway, another bonus of getting any of the Age of Sigmar starter boxes. Is that all of the models inside are usable in Warcry? Cry. Of course. Here's <laughs> here's the skirmish simp simping once again. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael is correct. AOS does have a lot more unique models, and yes, some factions do need updates. But remember that we only just entered the new edition of AOS, so. Um, Right now, it's really only the orcs and the Sigmarines that got their update. And the Sigmarine dragons are looking absolutely disgusting on the tabletop. Oh, yeah. So, um, Eric, Eric is in love with the dragons. Yeah, Eric is in love with the dragons because he's a cheese lord, plays Lumineth and Caradron. <laughs> 
So yeah, John, like Orcs got a lot of love, and we will be talking about um, the Oroch War Clans for Age of Sigmar during our um, faction focus for <laughs> for um, Oroch War Clans with our special guest, Mr. Jonathan, right here. Yeah. So yes, he'll be joining us, and. Uh, so what if I don't want to play Sigmarines or I don't want to play Orcs? And I'm a cultured man and I wish to play the Forces of Death. Uh, you can get, of course, one of the glorious, glorious start collecting boxes. Now, these are a bit cheaper. They're either 4125 or 4500. Depending on the set, they actually vary. But it's either or. It's only 4125 or 45. There's no in-between. And um, while this will not get you to like a 500 point combat patrol right away, it still represents amazing value. So if the models you like are in a start collecting, here's a general rule of thumb. If um, at least three of the units or at least three out of four of the units in a start collecting box or in a combat patrol or something you want, get the box because the last thing is usually free. So even if you don't want it, it's free. Chop it up, put it on your base. And um, the Soul Black Grave Lords is pretty good. It's got, you know, Grave Guard. And uh, okay, I'm not going to lie. The Black Knights are garbage. But um, the new White King is okay. And the Grave Guard are yeah, pretty good free. value. Yeah. Or get, oh, if you have that village. Rex <laughs> <laughs> village. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, before we move on to Warm Hordes, an important thing to note for um, 40k and AOS is that a lot of their a lot of their releases can be a bit unbalanced upon release. This has been like a huge trend since the release of Ninth Edition 40k and the Third Edition of AOS. So um, when you want to be playing them is a month after the faction is released after the nerf facts, which will bring them up like, like down to size to where they're actually fair to play with. Uh, so if you're playing tournaments, it's okay to chase after the most powerful faction. But if you're playing with friends, like, give it a month. Give it a month. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, except, you know, Admech, which is still utterly broken. But hey, if you bought 100 Skitari, good for you. <laughs> That's a pain. That's a huge pain in the arts. Holy shit. They, they are detailed. They have cloth. And you have to paint like a hundred of them. Holy yeah, shit. I, I can't even. But, okay, yeah. here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Um, speed painting is totally acceptable in Big Army. You will be excused. It will be yes. understood that if you just want to prime everything and you know, put three colors, that's it. You're good. Go for it. More power yeah. to all of us. But note, Michael is speaking the truth right now. Wait, let's go back to Michael first. Michael right. is speaking the truth. The truth. Lumineth Realm Lords are still disgustingly god tier. They are an unfair Looking at you, army. Eric. nerfed. Looking at you, Eric. Paint your stuff. Yes. <laughs> and while Master Jeff does have 100 Skitari, are they painted? They are not. <laughs> Yes, we openly shame you for not painting them. <laughs> so you're done with your Titanicus. Now get started on them, Skitari. Yes, Uncle is going to come for you. 
Okay, so now we shall move on to Privateer Press and with oh. their War Machine and Hordes games. That's so, yeah. So, um, War Machine and Hordes are technically two different games, but they are um, utterly compatible and they're usually just played like, in the same thing. So it, it's great because it's steampunk and fantasy in the same set, the in-one game system. So if you're like, oh, I want to play uh, monsters. No, I want to play steampunk. Then why not both? Porque no los dos. So, uh, and um, the thing about War Machine is it is the system for competitive play. It's an incredibly tight rule system. It's amazing for competitive play. They release a lot of rules updates with beta releases beforehand so that the community can test them. It, it's really amazing rule support. They have a great app. They have all the rules in the app, and you only have to buy the um, the card packs in the app once per edition, which is amazingly cheap compared to like having to buy code access or subscribe to Warhammer Plus, yeah, uh, or buy the books and then subscribe to Warhammer Plus to get the the army builder uh, function. No, the app uh, for Warhammer is easily the best that I have seen, like from an official company, like hands down. Hands down. But it comes with like some caveats. Um, if you're uh, if you're someone focused on narrative play or you like having like huge buildings on the board or having lots of scenarios, this may not be the game for you. It's very because it's very competitive um, uh, focused. Um, it also gives away a lot of that narrative flexibility. Um, for example, you don't actually want like um, terrain that's blocking stuff or that's hard to remove because you will need to um, stringently measure stuff. They also remove a lot of the randomness from stuff like charge rolls. But um, if that's your thing, if you're really into something that's more tight, more competitive, this is going to be the game for you. For beginner friendliness, it's going to be a 6.5 from me. And also, a lot of the players that you're going to play with here are also going to be competitive-minded. So <laughs> be prepared to get shafted like the first few games you're playing. There will be no mercy. Yes. Like, I have played a freaking War Machine tournament. It was freaking intense, man. Like, I somehow yeah, won. I don't know how I used VN's dice, which by the by the law of VN luck will give anyone but him great luck. And um, yes, for Michael, okay, this is a very important thing to note. While G Dub has amazing plastic and garbage metal, Warmahords has amazing metal. Like they're they're honestly the best metal models that I have experienced. Like I haven't tried the newer stuff like Infinity, etc., but they are the best that I've experienced in terms of metal models. But when I got my uh, my Cador battle box and I started like uh, snipping out the plastic, I was like, oh, <laughs> why is it so bad? I hear the quality has gotten better in recent years, but I have not gone back. Um, like my army is already complete. So, major no reason to get some of the new stuff or the new armies, and I'm good with my Cador. 
yeah, the Gargantuans and the Colossals are pretty good, pero like um compared to GW plastic quality and model quality, um medyo malayo pa talaga, honestly. Um it would depend if you like the aesthetic of this more. Um that's really personal taste. Um uh, my personal aesthetic taste is talagang more for the AOS minis. Um I'm not a fan of the uh, hugely cartoony style. Um War Machine does have amazing robots, but I prefer my robots like uh you know loyal to the god emperor of mankind. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I like yeah. to play robots like Gundams. Mm. Or you can prefer the you know, the Gundam aesthetic. That's also an uh, an entirely different thing. Uh, I'm not just uh, I'm just not a fan of the um the uh, the cartoony aesthetic na medyo top heavy, medyo exaggerated yung features. Um there's also Vlad 2 figures or is it Vlad 2? One of the Vlads. Vlad 2, Vlad 2, uh the warcaster for War Machine and Hordes who's Pauldrons are so huge, he literally has no peripheral vision. Like, he cannot look <laughs> left and right because it's, it's, it's pauldron. So, um, this is also going to be um, a game a lo- uh, very focused on decapitation since killing the enemy warlord does end the game. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, there's actually a pretty thriving Warm Hordes community. You're just not looking in the right places. But um, there's not going to be much of like anything right now because there's a pandemic. But once the pandemic's done like, and you, know, you, you come down to civilization, we will like, introduce you to people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like not many people because stock then Warma Hordes. So there are only a few shops that do. So it's going to be... Um, a bit hard to find a place to play or with like players just ready. Meanwhile, you can go to most LGSs and like there will be someone there with a 40k army uh, just ready to trounce you. Or have narrative yeah. fun. Or Mikey could be there. <laughs> yeah. So starting Wama Hordes, it's actually much cheaper than, um, yeah. Uh, Eric was supposed to uh, run our Mahords event Oof. right before the pandemic Oof, closes down. That's so sad. I was actually going sana that day for uh, to meet Topi so that he could teach me Warcry. Kaya lang, you know, thanks Xi Jinping. So, um, Warm Hordes. Um, it's very cheap to start. The two-player battle box will net you two complete uh, armies. Uh, of course, you can add, but like this is um, enough to start That's playing. Insane. That's insane. Yeah, four, four, five. five. Yeah, and of course, yeah, there's gonna be cool. the Hordes version and the War Machine version. There are differences between the Hordes rules and the War Machine rules, mostly because your Hordes uses monsters and your Warlocks actually gain power from your beasts. Meanwhile, the in the War Machine side, you're gonna have like War Casters, which give power to your War Jacks. So it's um, the fuel system is kind of reversed. So yes, yes, they are a pain to clean up. Like I cannot stress this enough. It was so much pain. If you come from like a GW system and then you shift to like um, Privateer Press Plastic, it's it's pain. But if you shift from uh, to their metals, like the metals are great, like 
I cannot stress that enough. The metals are awesome. The resins are okay too, like from the ones I have tested. Pero um, I actually lack experience with the newer plastic models. So if there are newer plastic models and you have tried them and they are not complete garbage, please do let us know in the comments. But now, question. if um, yes, question pala. the rules themselves, no? they're not they're not as hard to learn. No? It's really just the the kind of people you play with that makes no, it no, harder. no. Forget the it. rules themselves are because they are tighter. They're also more intricate. So right. they are going to be harder to learn than either of the Warhammers. Yeah. Um, honestly, um, moving um, units or squads, I didn't get enough experience with them. They are not as intuitive as they are in, you know, in 40K or AOS. Um, just playing Warjax is easy. Um, the complexity level is uh, pretty low. Pero it's gonna be a bit harder when you start playing infantry, lalo na in large groups. Um, of course, you can also play um, uh, Butcher from Kador, whose entire battle plan is literally charge the enemy, shove his gigantic weapon up the enemy's ass. <laughs> Yeah, yes, the interactions are what take time to learn. Because right. they are extremely intricate. And um, lalo na ano, the only way to get good playing Warm Hordes is by playing a lot of it. Or have Jonathan Lansang teach you totally for free online. Cool. Low. So if anyone is watching, um, there's someone offering their service. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, we did have like a tournament before in Forge called um, the Age of Signar. So <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, it, it was pretty fun. It was really fun. I, I'm what only saying game? that because I won. But <laughs> well, see, that is first. <laughs> yeah, so it's it is a game that rewards you for playing and rewards you for looking at your losses. Like you have to analyze your losses. It's um. Uh, it's not uh, a game you're like, ah, oh, the dice hate me this game, so I guess I lost. It's not like that. Like, a lot of the reasons you are losing is just because you gotta get good. Or your enemies, like, um, like leagues above you in terms of player skill. So player skill is a bigger um, factor in Warm Hordes. And if you don't want to play any of the factions in the... Um, in the starter boxes, you can go for one of the smaller boxes, the um, the battle groups, which will only cost you down like um, two thousand pesos, right? Cheap. And uh, um, an important thing to note here, lang, is plastic. Privateer press, plastic. So ang tinipid mo sa pera, ginastos mo sa luha. Oof. Yes. I'm sorry. I hate the plastic. I just hate it. Like, it's a great rule set. The app support is amazing. The metal models are wonderful. But the plastic... <laughs> like, um, Esteban, Sinamaster Jeff, they were there when I opened my first um, battle box. And I started assembling. I was like, why? Why must I suffer? Yeah, War Machine I like. I actually went for War Machine because I like the resource management better than the risk management. Because um, in Hordes, there's a possibility of your um, 
your beast going cray cray. <laughs> so it, it's uh, there's a lot of things to consider. But once again, you can always just play uh, butcher in Cador, uh, and then charge. Uh, win or lose, it'll be done in like half an hour. Okay, is it obvious that I don't really know much about this game? Like, yes, I've read very little, and the little I read, I barely understood. I barely. Understood. You, this is not a game that you understand from reading. To the eternal joys of Jonathan Lansang. <laughs> like um there's only so much you can pick up from reading like you can just read and read and read and uh it won't avail you if you haven't actually played a bunch of games the, the visual tutorial did not help much like, uh with okay, this talagang bit experience experience is the way to go for warm hordes um you, there's a lot of theory crafting kasi that we can do in 40k in aos right uh here yeah. Um uh, no Jonathan, there's a lot of reading involved. Gods. The system <laughs> of this uh in terms of complexity is similar to seventh ed. Okay. So it is very complex, pero it still uh requires you to play a lot. No, uh Regina, it still requires you to read a lot. <laughs> if you really want the game that doesn't require you to read, you play Warcry <laughs> because it has pictures. Yes, it no, does this is sense. not the Dark Souls of big armies. We will get to the Dark Souls. We will Souls get there. We will get there. We will get there. We will get there. Apparently, that exists. <laughs> we will get there. There's nowhere near the top. Like, <laughs> like, at least in Warm Hordes, you can learn to play in one to two practice games. Not so with the next ones. Yes, Jonathan, please play Warcry. You don't need to read at all. Uh, okay, Tits is asking what if he has dyslexia. Um, means you're fucked, man. <laughs> no, uh, it, it means that you have to have uh, a player actually on hand to teach you. Um, this is actually one of those games where, it, well, all of these games, like, this is a thing that I recommend for all tabletop games. It's easier to learn if someone is teaching you. And therefore, Jonathan Lansang is willing, is willing to teach, to teach you for free. Totally but you, know, you know what that implies? It implies he read the entire thing. Oh, so he actually reads. Okay, yes, he you, reads. Jonathan. Yeah, he yeah. He reads reading, but he will do it nonetheless. We are so proud of you, Jonathan, yes. for actually reading. <laughs> I was elected to read, not to lead. <laughs> okay, so gonna go to our next system which is honestly one of my favorites here it's uh oh so jonathan learned from experience now instead of reading but you still need to read yeah okay actual yes that is the only way you learn war machine you lose a lot cash did not learn much from war machine because he hasn't lost <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. And that's why I decided to quit while I was ahead. <laughs> you're channeling the energy of Mr. Hum, patron saint of humility, J.S. Taris himself. Yes. <laughs> I, I haven't that. lost my virginity because I never lose. <laughs> oh! Did you just say that? Yeah, I saw air? that in a Kaiba meme once. <laughs> did you just say that on air? Okay, women, we're watching. 
there are women watching right now. Mm, you know. <laughs> you know what to no, do. No, that's just Jonathan. Don't mistake him. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, Big Army Spotlight. This is honestly one of my favorite to Sims. This is the Middle Earth strategy battle game. Guys, it's Lord of the Rings. How can I sell this to you more than saying it's Lord of the freaking Rings? He if sold you it to me yesterday. Yeah, I yes, just said, like, Mikey, look, Lord of the Rings. Lord of and the I Rings. read the rules. Immediately after yeah. saying that, I read the rules. Hey, look, it's nice. Yeah, it's it's very complex. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's um, even more complex than Warm Hordes. But it can be simple because it can be played as both a skirmish game and a big army game, depending on what you want to do. Because it's very hero-centric. The way you skirmish. do it is... Um, skirmish. Yes, you build mm. by choosing uh, <laughs> a hero. And then depending on what level the hero is, like if it's he's a legendary hero like Aragorn, or he's like a minor hero like uh, Eowyn, they can bring less um, troops in their warband. So um, it's all about building heroes and then adding to their warband. But adding a warband is not required. So you can just play a bunch of heroes, or you can play one hero and one warband. It's really up to you how you want to build it. Um, it only becomes a big army if you want to go narrative or if you play Mordor. If you play Mordor, you have no choice. You will spam orcs. I spam orcs. Gods. It can be a skirmish. Yeah. The way I, and the reason I... He's a classif, she's classified as a minor hero in the game. I am sorry, tits. So, uh, yeah. So this is great because it's very narrative focused. You can play. There's, there's of course three ways to play. <laughs> yes, there are multiple sculpts for different characters. My favorite one is the Sam with the frying pan. Anyway, stop distracting me with comments. So, um, uh, what was I saying? Yes, there are three ways to play. Of course, there's open play, which nobody ever plays. There's narrative play, where you recreate scenarios. And my goal is to build a big enough Middle Earth community where we can replay like Pelennor fields. I have the entire Mordor side now. Um, Vian has Mumakil and Easterlings. So I think we just need Haradrim, uh, Rohirrim, and um, Mikey is starting Gondor. So there you go. Stop. Yes, you can re you can recreate them sleep. The starter set actually has Theoden and a bunch of ah, stop distracting me. Anyway, Mikey, <laughs> stop flashing comments until we get to the end of the section. So <laughs> So anyway, it's Lord of the Rings, guys. If uh, the fact that Lord of the Rings being in the description does not make you want to buy it immediately, like I don't know what to say, man. So um, beginner friendliness, it can be anywhere from a three to a six, depending on how many optional rules you want to add or how big your armies are. Since it's still a uh, one move, uh, each model still moves independently, even if they're still in a warband. It's like huge skirmish. It's like yeah, it's like huge skirmish. So it gets more complex the more models there are. Yeah, so, it's an I go you go kind of play for yes. big, but in big army realm. And yeah, it's superhero hammer. Um, you can have like Aragorn who can one v one a troll. You can have Boromir who can you know not die while surrounded by enemies. Boromir. Yeah. And, of course, my favorite, the Dark Lord Sauron, which I do have painted. It is on my Instagram. Uh, who, has the, who, is, who has the ability to like sweep attacks and like 
if you've seen like the first scene of like Fellowship of the Ring, of course you have, where he goes like like, then then just sweeps an entire rank of flimsy little elvesies. Uh, he can actually do that in game. He's actually one of the best uh, anti horde units in the entire game. While the Balrog is the best one on one. So. Yeah. Uh, it gets significantly more complex depending on your scenario and how complex you want to play. So, yeah, how to get started? There is only one starter, and the starter the is way. 7125. It's not the only way to start, but it is the recommended way to start if you want either of these things. So, you have Rohan with the... This is the only way to get the exclusive Theoden model, by the way. And you have Mordor which has the Witch King of Angmar on his freaking fell beast. And that's awesome. Like, guys, come on. It's a fell beast. You also get the troll. Like, see? This is a troll. Hello to the troll. <laughs> yeah. So um, the cavalry rules are pretty complex. Like, the rules are very complex. Um, is it Dark Souls level? Mm, I guess, depending on the scenario, it can be. It's but definitely based on more what I read. Based on yeah. what I read, like I totally understood the rules. Yeah, it's very that. simple to understand. Like, um, there's a lot of the rules, but they're not hard. Yeah. You're gonna have to read a lot. Like, yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Read a lot. Sorry, Jonathan. Yeah, read a lot. Uh, you're also gonna get, need like reference sheets. Um, if uh, anyone here who played the older editions of 40k. You remember the two wound chart? The wound <gasps> chart is back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's honestly an amazing game. Sorry. Uh, come Sorry, on, yeah. Jonathan. It's Lord of the Rings. We have to read the Silmarillion. <laughs> cover the cover. <laughs> um, yeah, movies. It's all about the movies. We're never gonna get a Silmarillion movie. You cannot make a movie. About you cannot make a Silmarillion movie. It's, no, it's not. It's, it's the Bible. How do you make a the Bible movie, right? Um, um, pretty easy. <laughs> pretty yeah, easy. and honestly, um, you don't need to read it because I have read it for you and I can teach you directly. So, um, I have suffered. I I have suffered for your sins. Like, uh, yeah, both me and Mikey have read the Silmarillion cover to cover. So and this I is love like, it. This is like yeah, easy shit it. for us. Easy shit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so if you actually do want to start one of the factions that's not here, the units for this um, this game are stupidly cheap. Like, 1875 normally gets you what? 10 Imperial Guard infantry? This gets you like no, not not even, not even, not anymore. All right, nasa two two fifty na sila, no? Yeah, yeah, because, because of the, of the news. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, one eight seventy five will now buy you, um, twenty four warriors of Gondor. That's insane. Like, they are super, super. E they that's they are how, super cheap. That's how many points? Like, I mean, sure, you saved a lot of. It's it's value for money, but. That's more value. than you need to play a small game. Really? Okay. Wow. More than you need. All you need is a hero. So you buy, for example, the the glorious Gandalf model on um, Shadowfax, yes, which comes correct. with a removable 
Note, a removable pippin on the horse and the sculpt actually looks like Sir Ian McKellen. Okay, so you so can get you can just get Ian, that. Ian McKellen model. Who doesn't like Ian, Ian McKellen model? And if you want to start um if, if you you're like Regina who wants to recreate Helm's Deep and you want to play Isengard, there is also <laughs> a Sir Christopher model. Oh wow. Yeah, it comes with Grima worm tongue and a palantir on a stand. And the oh, there thing... you go. So, so, yeah. okay. Better order with us. <laughs> Better order with and us. Here's the thing that I absolutely love about this game. Yeah, a lot of the models um, come with like little scenario pieces that that do absolutely nothing in the game but are just hilarious. Like the Sauron model, if you look at the website, actually does come um i believe there is a haldir model uh, it's still in matala so oh. how many ensis an army like three three beard also comes with removable hobbits That's so cute. <laughs> that is super yeah yeah cute. and um they're they're actual upgrades because mary and pippin provide shooting by throwing rocks by throwing rocks. The, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stupid Yes, and they can dismount. They can dismount and poke things. Yeah, so so if we're recreating Helm's Deep, Eric is doing Ents. Regina is doing... I know. Okay, so the Sauron model go. does come with Isildur and um, Dead Elendil. Yeah, it's like, Isildur like like this over like dead Elendil. With the dead Elendil. Okay, that's yeah. sad. And um, my absolute favorite is the Sheila model that comes with Sam with like the file of Galadriel and the <laughs> and Shawarma Frodo. It's literally show or like like Frodo wrapped in like the silk. So it's Shawarma Frodo. Make a okay, banner. Make a, a banner. Shawarma Frodo. Okay, let's do the uh, shawarma Yes, Elendil does have stats. Elendil has stats. You can field Elendil as part of a second age army na ano. No, no, um an early third no, no, a second age army with the um the last alliance rules, yes. Oops, sorry. I believe you can also use Gilgalad. You can use Isildur uh you don't better there are also a lot of units in this game that um are yes there are stats it's there are stats he's actually in the book um there are a lot of models in this game that uh, are garbage rules wise but are just there for narrative like uh gollum gollum just like has a chance to like utterly uh, flake from your army and like defect and um Here's one of my favorite things, the mechanic of the one ring. The w only one person can have the one ring at any given time. And there's a chart. So like um, the lowest on the chart is Gollum. But if you um, if you feel the Bilbo, Gollum cannot have the ring. If you have a Frodo, Bilbo cannot have the ring. And if Sauron is there, Sauron is the only one who can have the one ring. Stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Because the One Ring actually has rules. For everyone except Sauron, the One Ring gives you invisibility. But yeah, it, like, it gives you like um, easy targeting by Nazgul. Nazgul are also great because um, the 
to cast spells, you need a resource called will. And um, while um, anything with a wizard staff can regenerate will, um, a Nazgul, once their will hits zero, will dissipate because they're literally using their life force to cast magic. Like, it's super narrative and immersive. Like, it's freaking amazing. And oh, I so want everyone narrative. to play this. Yeah, narrative. narrative. Yes, fucking Gilgalad. You can, uh, there's actually a set with um, Numenor warriors. Yes, Numenorians and um, Last Alliance elves. So, freaking amazing, man. Uh, no, unfortunately, you cannot. I believe you only get like bonus victory points for killing the ring bearer. And, you know, if you kill Sauron, you basically wiped out. Like It's like killing Nagash in AOS because he costs almost as many points. Oof. Yeah, I believe he's like 500 points and the the largest arm like the large army size is like 800 800 yeah mm -hmm. it's more than half your army <laughs> but but yeah you cannot make a super urukai but lurts already exists so why do you need another super urukai um one important thing to note here is that shooting is very realistic which means that you have to test for stuff in the way you have realistic to, meaning yeah overly complex. complex yes you have like effects for um, long range yeah. yeah but it's okay like only good players ever have to do the shooting so <laughs> i love uh, the like, fighting or, or, i love the dueling i love the and dueling. Here, here's a great thing um if you're playing an evil player, you're allowed to shoot into combat because you don't care about hitting your own dudes. <laughs> yeah. Now, the tournament scene in the UK is weird because they require you to have a good army and an evil army. So, And then um, it depends on what you're playing depending on the, the game. So here we won't be requiring that. But I actually chose um, as my good army my good army, the army of the damned, the dead of Dunharrow. So even while playing good, Kash is playing undead. <laughs> yeah. But we have to make it clear now. We have to make it clear that it's not required to play mm -hmm. the game using one good, one evil. It's not supposed to be it's asymmetric. Not, it's, not. it's just the way they do it. It's just the way the Brits do yeah, it. Yeah, you can, you can play Balikatan exercises. It's fine. Yeah, totally makes sense narratively. So and, um, don't let, I don't let that turn away. Comment on dwarves. Um, yeah, being Forge World stuff. Yeah, okay. So the Hobbit dwarves are Forge World. And if you play them, you're basically Eric who plays Lumineth Realm Lords because they are utterly broken and unbalanced. <laughs> now, there are dwarves. Uh, there are Moria dwarves. Naman, dwarves. That are, that are not, you uh, know, that are not uh forge world so if you want to play like during the seventh or um if you want to play um old what's his name uh um, dead dwarf by the way hesed says they are dwarfs friendly reminder they are dwarfs yeah uh if you actually want to play ano, Balin in Moria, there's like um, a Balin model that Hindi Forge World that represents him uh, as uh, Lord of Moria, where he died. 
So, uh, meanwhile, yeah, the yeah King Balin, yes, yeah, he he's awesome. Uh, meanwhile, if you wanna play like Sinathorian Oaken Shield and you wanna play uh, that, that's Forge World. But if you want to play just the company of Thorin Oaken Shield, which is all dwarves with optional Gandalf the Grey and a Hobbit, that's in GW. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yes. Non Forge World options. Mm-hmm. But are they uh, web store exclusive? I think that's another a lot caveat. of these are gonna be web store exclusive. That's the big caveat. Like a lot of the beginner stuff, like Gandalf or anything newer, Saruman. Um, the starter and a lot of the basic troop choices are not going to be, but a lot of the more intricate options are going to be web store exclusive. So you're going to have to let us know ahead of time if you want something so that we can order it ahead of time. <laughs> uh, Regina, if you want to make class on your boyfriend, you should get him into an office. You should get him into Rohan so that you can do Helm's Deep if you want to do Isengard. Because uh, the Saruman does come with Grima Wormtongue. And what's great about the Grima Wormtongue model is uh, Grima actually uh, cannot be attacked by your opponent. And he's deployed with your opponent's army and he provides debuffs. <laughs> so he, he's with your opponent's army and he provides an aura of debuff. So you actually, he actually wants to stay away from them, and he cannot be attacked by your enemy until Grima attacks him first. Yeah, you should definitely get some ants, and I believe Three Beard is not web store exclusive, so we can start with Three Beard. Let me confirm that real quick. Three Beard. Well, Three Beard is not that. web store exclusive, Eric. Ooh. So we can yeah. get Three Beard Agad. And he does come with Merry and Pippin and uh, yeah. Yeah, but looking at the mechanics, the way I the way I imagine it playing in my head, looking at all the models, I think it's I think it's pretty worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Invest the time in waiting for those web store exclusives to get here. Well, just yes. order through us. Dragon and, and uh, we'll, we'll by the way, all of the Nazgul are playable and they're all named. Wild. <laughs> yeah, you can play them as a generic Nazgul or the named Nazgul, but they're all named, which is honestly great. Yeah, and Treebeard does come with four Merry and Pippin because you have like the ones on top of Treebeard and the ones on the ground because they can dismount and throw rocks or they can just sit on top and throw rocks anyway so we spent a lot of time like spazzing on lord of the rings which we should because it's lord of the freaking rings yeah and we all want to get into it yeah next one is another big one star wars there you go yeah we're getting into star wars legion so now um why play star wars legion first of all it is star wars star wars (laughs) yes and um, the model range is pretty great. You can field anything from Stormtroopers to Darth Vader. Uh, yeah, you can field Emperor Palpatine if you want. Um, and the best part here is that it actually comes with a bunch of the... Um, it's not just like Rebels and Imperial. There's like Clone Wars. There's Rebels. There's it's Rogue, Rogue One. One. The yes, best. there's Rogue One. Rogue One That's is here. Best. Yeah. Uh, That's super good. 
and uh, that's what I love about it. I actually play um, clones. Uh, if you play clones, you're playing Space Marines of this setting. So you're fighting with good armor, good accuracy, general all around, and they like to share tokens. Now, this being um, an FFG game, they um, you are committing forest murder because it requires a lot of cards, a lot of cardboard, tokens, etc. I don't know what it is about Forge World, but they hate trees. <laughs> they, they love deforestation. So expect a lot of proprietary tokens, proprietary dice, uh, templates, movement templates. So that's all going to be required in the starter. So you need a starter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, General Kenobi is in the um, the Clone Wars starter. And his abilities are actually Hello There and General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's great. And he's fighting General Grievous, which is amazing. I actually have half of this starter. If anyone wants it, like I can sell it to you. Like I don't want the droids, like I just want the clones. So if you want to play this with me, let me know. Um beginner friendliness, it's uh, it's actually an opposed dice roll thing, which Mikey loves. Yes. And it's also um a you go, I go. But there's also some randomness in how your units activate because you actually have to pick uh, uh, activation from a stack, yeah. which is randomly generated unless you put an order on something. So that's where the complexity of the game comes from. But honestly, it's very easy. I'd rank it the same difficulty as 9th Ed 40K. Not as easy as AOS, but you know, pretty close. What's really confusing is a lot of the special rules, a lot of the upgrades around list building because there are a lot of cards. FFG and their tiny cards and their bigger cards and their tokens. They are hard to sleeve. They're so hard to sleeve. Yeah. And there are like a lot of cards that you can only get in certain sets. It's just in sakit ni X-Wing. Um, Kylo Ren is not... Wala pang first order eh. Oh yeah, wala so, uh, wala. Yeah. I don't think anyone would buy first order. Hindi na mabenta first order sa ano eh, sa X-wing ano. So I think they opted to not and just like go all out on the Clone Wars because they ano like the Clone Wars support is amazing. You have Captain Rex, you have Fives, you have yeah, it's amazing. We don't have the Bad Batch yet. We don't have the Bad Batch yet, specifically. But, uh, but they are clone troopers. Better. We already so, have ano one of the bad batch. See ano see. Uh, the dude, basa the dude. The dude, yes. Yeah, that dude. Let me Google it real quick, so that we uh. See Echo, Echo is already in the game. Yarn. Yeah. Um, and I believe there's gonna be an Ahsoka Tano soon. Yay. Yeah. Why am I saying yeah? It's not like I'm gonna get into Legion. I just, I just uh, like the fact you that you are gonna, gonna get here. into Legion the moment I said Rogue One. I already knew there was Rogue One. I really wanted to get the Jin Erso and um, what's his face? The dude. I love the robot dude. Yeah, the one that comes with the robot dude. Uh, shocks. I super love that movie. How can I forget his name? That's sad. How can I forget his name? Okay, so starting this, you of course need a starter set. Uh, luckily, there are no factions that are not 
like in a starter set. Um, unless you want to play a sub faction like Wookiees, but they're still part of the bigger faction. So, um, of course, we start with the regular one, the uh, Rebels versus the Empire, which is boring. You just have like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, which is every Star Wars game ever. <laughs> or you can be cool and play General Kenobi and General Grievous. Uh, which starter is better? I'm obviously biased on General freaking Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I, okay, I'm biased. I'm biased. But like, I believe the Clone Wars is better just because it's General Kenobi. But Come I think on. I think mechanically you can mechanically go with either. it is it is yeah. uh, still the Clone Wars starter. Because a lot of the stuff that you really want to play are in here na in the Empire. Because you wanna go for ano pa? You wanna get the snow troopers, etc. Meanwhile, Phase One clones will actually bring you a long way. You only siguro need. Uh, there's a huge debate between Phase One clones and Phase Two clones, pero I think Phase One clones are solid enough that all you need is that. And but y- you can put like Phase Two clones in. And for the Roger Roger droids, naman, you will need a lot of the Roger Roger droids. So getting the starter is like uh, a no-brainer. Yeah, it's yeah. utterly essential. Um, Darth Vader Dao is better as an operative than as a hero, though I haven't looked much into Empire yet. I've been mostly watching battles ng uh, clones and um, the Roger Rogers because you know, clones. Fuck yeah. I mean Captain Rex, man. You have Captain Rex and General Kenobi, and you can have. This is a fun game because you can have um a clone army with anakin and like an empire army with darth vader and they're just like doing the spider-man meme and it's like it's you. <laughs> yeah and with darth vader you can recreate the hallway scene from rogue one with yeah with just the starter yeah that's enough to recreate that scene from rogue one that's why <laughs> and i know one of the the best units in this game is R2D2. <laughs> of course really? he is, right? Yeah, really? he has a special rule called Secret Order where your opponent doesn't know if you took the Secret Order or not, but if you have R2D2 and you took the Secret Order and you bring him to your opponent's deployment zone by the end of the game, you score extra victory points. So there could be an R2D2 and a C3PO tanking wounds for him, just sneaking all the way to the back. And your opponent doesn't know should we go for should we focus down R2 for the because uh, it's gonna give victory points or ah the PowerPoint crashed. Uh, or do I want to just ignore them? So they don't know if you took the secret order or not. So it, uh, R2-D2 is very mind-gamey. Okay, that's that's super cute. <laughs> yeah. And of course, as I promised, the bonus one, the Horus Heresy. Oh, this boy. This is the Dark Souls. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. All right. So Warhammer 30k is Warhammer 40k, but set 10,000 years in the past, during the time of the Horus Heresy, thus the name of the game. So this is when um, fully half the Space Marine legions turned traitor because of daddy issues and the Emperor being a horrible dad. Uh, except Magnus, who did nothing wrong but was forced into betrayal against his will by the, the furry Lehman Russ, who fornicates with dogs. Do not support <laughs> Lehman Russ. Anyway, why is this game 
rated a 2 out of 10. First of all, sourcing the models, it's all Forge World. So any store in the world cannot order it for you. Even a GW store cannot order it for you. You have to direct order it from uh, Forge World, which is not... Except Talons. Except Talons of the Emperor. Uh, no, they, they're not Forge World oh, per se. Like, yeah. uh, you can get the base units, but the the tanks, etc. are still going to yeah. be Forge World. The yeah. better ones, actually. Yeah. So, uh, yes, um, I... I agree completely with Titus. Justice for Lehman Russ. He does deserve execution. <laughs> that is that is that is completely true. Okay. So um so it, like uh, most of the things are Forge World. While you can get like the Cataphracty Terminators, the uh the Mark III and Mark IV Space Marines in tournaments. Oh, sorry, in tournaments in um, plastic, and we can order it for you. A lot of the actual good stuff they, they want to use, like Prime Marks, the um Primarchs and the Primarchs. Primarchs. And, and like a lot of the characters, like the uh, 30k Karn, Argeltal, like all the big names. Um, Mostly they're dead all, people. They're all Forge World. So you're going to be paying Forge World prices plus Forge World shipping. And if you're, you want to spend enough for free shipping, you're going to have to pay customs and customs bribes because this and, country is garbage. And Forge World cleanup time. Mm, yeah, for sure, clean up time. But here's the thing: ah, for sure, models are gorgeous, and they are usually worth the time, except for certain vehicles which will have so much warping. <laughs> okay, so this is actually the end game P2Win content for wargaming. It uses modified seventh edition rules. So yes, there are a lot of rules to learn. If you already played Warhammer in seventh ed, uh, this is templates. They're back. Templates are back. Um, uh, universal special rules are back. Um, transport rules are back. Um, flyers, vehicle facings are back, which are like all the things that I love. But you know, I'm a moderately old player now. I'm not old enough to have seen the dawn of like Warhammer, like um, certain people watching the stream. But like, I, I've been here for a bit of a while. Like, uh, and yes, Michael is correct. It was all Erebus's fault. Of and course. you can field Erebus in this game. And I, if you do get into this, which I don't recommend yet, um, you you should get Erebus. So I have the pleasure of smashing his face in with Magnus. Anyway, <laughs> so um, all of this makes me not recommend it for a beginner. Yes, it's a great setting, but this is your end game pay to win content now. Once you you have like a lot of time on your hands, uh, a lot of cash reserves. Uh, probably a successful business or a drug trade, something like that. Um, that's when you start Horus Heresy. Um, so that's why it's a 2 out of 10. Now, how do you get started on the Horus Heresy? First, you either have to select your kidney or your liver, and then you sell it on the black market. Then that should be enough to get you your first 1,000 points. But really, I don't recommend it for a beginner. Seriously, gods. Um, you can get away with using like some Mark Seven Marines if you're playing, uh, for example, Imperial Fists set during the, the Siege of Terra. But mostly, we play this like a historical game. So we want to be as period accurate as possible. This is not really just about the cheese. It's about um, like the setting. The immersion. Yeah, the immersion. It's the same thing with the Adeptus Titanicus. Like, look. Yeah, th that's an actual um, um, 
Titan from the Lydios Estobiax, which is allied with the Thousand Suns. So, um, uh, as I promised some people, we do have a special guest to tell you uh, something about this game. So, when it comes to Horus Heresy, guys, we just have to say... Wag mong subukan. Masisira ang buhay mo. So, take it from the old man and do not. This is not something you start with. This is something you do like when you finish all your 40k armies and your AOS armies and you're like down the line na, and you have a thriving drug trade or like extra organs to harvest. You know, just do not. Not yet. It is not your time. Yeah. But if you fulfill any of those requirements that I that I have stated before, go ahead. Feel free. Um, it's your life. More people to play with, I guess. Yes, yeah, obviously I fell into this. So, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if you wanna play like, uh, if you want to play um, a Horus Heresy set game, Adeptus Titanicus would be. Weirdly enough, cheaper. <laughs> and there, remember, there we warned you about. Robots. Yeah, we there warned you about Adeptus robots. Titanicus in like the skirmish game. It's actually the better way to get into Horus Heresy than this. Like, like for now, yeah. When you have all the spare money lying around, that and time, and time, it's like a huge time investment because it's huge armies. Your squads of Space Marines are twenty strong, etc. And uh, no. We are endorsing no such thing. But you know, we are using it as a video clip and as um under uh, as it says under the creative like ah, sorry, the Commons. intellectual property laws of the Philippines. It is um a statement from the government that is uh that is uh produced uh, at an assembly or as an announcement so yeah we can just reproduce it but without giving any opinions as to its veracity and totally out of context <laughs> yes totally out of context totally so out of context. once again horus heresy okay so if you're interested in any of these games like warhammer 40k Warhammer Age of Sigmar, War Machines and Horde, War Machine and Hordes, and Star Wars Legion, please PM us or um, send an inquiry to the page and we will get you started. If we don't have the stuff the stuff that you want, we can probably order it. No problem. If you want to learn more, you can join our various chat groups, our Discord, which we should probably link somewhere. And uh, you can also join the Dragonforge Wargaming page. Uh, oh, sorry, Facebook group. And in the Dragonforge Wargaming Facebook group, please be sure to answer all of the questions. Otherwise, we uh, we auto-reject. Yeah. So, yes. Because note, we do not recommend it. And if you're wondering so, why Middle-earth isn't there, um, it's, it's there because Mike forgot to type it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is there. It is totally there. It's there. Like, like uh, the, the logo is here. The logo is here. So please yeah. do message us then if you want to start Middle Earth. Middle Earth is great. I want to play with more Middle Earth stuff. Yeah, I've been um, I'm, I'm The so starter good. box is great because it's actually three armies. It's Rohan. It's 
uh, Dead of Don Harrow and Mordor. Right. You can split it three ways. Tapos, um, the only thing missing for you to be able to play the Dead of Don Harrow is the really awesome um, uh, King of the Dead model, which is great. So, so yeah, I think we've reached the end all right so now it's our army focus where we show you pictures of painted stuff so behold mikey's uh tau empire strike force this is 2000 points now that's a lot with drones and commander foresight uh is this the eight or hindi um this is not the eight i'm still lacking a few models it's half the eight actually that's half okay. the eight so it's the four no actually that's six of the eight so it's the six <laughs> It's the six. <laughs> okay, it's so the six. Not the five, but the six. I'm loving the broadside. Okay. <laughs> Is the broadside. You should get the broadside from my Tau army lot. <laughs> uh, the Tau need updates. They, yes. They yeah, flat yes. Yeah. That's a flat yes. <laughs> but they've been, they have won tournaments using um, most of the list. Look, this army that they came up with in 2020 actually did wonders recently it's yeah but you know that's a fluke yeah it's richard siegler the you know, for it's just the former gt champion who played with Tau. yeah yeah the incredibly skilled players can pilot really crappy armies up to like wins but yes Super it's wild. an army that um really needs an update especially with the marker lights marker lights used to be so good so um here is Kesha's um, fully painted Osiric Bone Reaper army. You have, oh. including the set piece. Yeah, I, I really love this army, like in terms of um, aesthetic. And it looks uh, super nice. Yeah, I have I haven't done the basing yet. Ni patapos kasi the basing here is all gonna be snow, and um, I Jeff, lost my. Uh, nawala ko yung ano ko yung and I haven't bought new ones. Uh, and like, I wasn't able to glue the the snow on the base. So I glue. But I already have like, uh, I literally have Army Painter Battlefield Snow right here, sold it to Dragonforge, ready for when I get glue. And um, Michael Medjo Baliktad Medjo nerf orox and buff obr because obr are <laughs> so shafted right now remember that gw hates death oh yeah uh, so everyone got their rules everyone yeah. got their rules and something very important uh one big reason to play big army games and not skirmish is because of the big boys you get to bring gods you get to bring giant robots you get to bring tanks and here are some of my big boys this is the dark lord sauron himself and uh, of course, the Dark Lord Nagash himself, the protagonist of Age of Sigmar, and the protagonist of Lord of the Rings. He's actually in the title of Lord <laughs> of the Rings, right? Right? He is the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he is the Lord of the Rings. Like the the That's setting it. is named after him, right? Yes. Yes, to historical revisionism of Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like among our viewers, Regina actually does have a. Um, I know this is not the Sauron you really want. I know that the Sauron you really want, Regina, is the one from Shadow of Mordor, which is the Bishon and Sauron. But yes, this Sauron is also amazing. And it comes with Isildur um, over the body of dead Lendil. 
So it, it's at that precise moment before he cut off the ring, which which is amazing, and it's great. And you should definitely like get into Middle Earth. Uh, these are my. This is my good army, naman. Uh, uh, he's not featured here because we are not a video game stream. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is my good army, naman. We have the uh, the dead of Don Harrow with the uh, of course being led into battle by um, the king of Gondor, Aragorn, with his boys Short Boy and Bow Boy. Yeah. So um, we have. Um, this is actually a very thematic and these poses are the ones from when they were about to charge that ship of corsairs with right. their uh with their uh, army of the dead from um the extended edition which is the only version of lord of the rings you should be watching so yeah it's utterly great and um this is the old king of the dead model i do have the new king of the dead model but i haven't painted him yet but the new king of the dead model looks exactly like the ones in the um in the movie itself and it's really cool and i actually named this king of the dead vian and therefore he failed literally every single role that he was called upon to make I am not shitting you. He failed literally every single one. He failed all his saves. He failed all his attacks. He failed his charges. He failed his movements. He failed his runs. He failed everything. And I was like, what in actual hell? Is this what happens when you name something Vian? <laughs> <laughs> and Vian's like, lesson ah, learned. That's what you get. Yes. <laughs> lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yes. Vian luck is bad. Anyway, so we want you. We want you to send us pictures of your painted orc miniatures from Warhammer 40k because we want to feature them in next week faction focus orcs. For we are now in October, and of course, in October, we must talk about Soul Blight Dreamlords, which will be at the end of the month. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so please, if you do have painted orc stuff, send them to us, like no matter how good or how bad it is. If you want to send us your piles of shame, Send it to us, and we will shame you publicly on stream. That's what we do. That, that's what we do on the stream. Yes, shaming you publicly is something that we love. For the better. Uh, Michael, has it not already been shipped? It already arrived. Anyway, um, we will get back to you on that. And uh, calendar tune. So uh, again, we are currently on second Saturday Big Army Primer. Our next is the faction focus orcs, 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 orcs. Uh, joining us will be our special guest, Dre, who actually started an orc army many years ago, but then stopped. As opposed to our previous faction focus videos, um, the format of this is going to be different. Dre is like a total newbie wondering what to buy. So this is going to be the temptation <laughs> of Dre Corpus. Like we're going to be showing him the stuff and tempting him to buy stuff. And yes, Michael, we will be posting Calendar Kun on the Facebook page. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Uh, next is the uh, Guide to Horror Campaigns on the 9th with uh, Mr. Tits and Mr. Doctor. And then um, on the 16th, if you notice, our faction focus is actually on a Saturday instead of a Friday. It's that because our special guest, Jonathan Lansang, is not available on Friday. And we do want J Jonathan Lansang here. Because we love like him. on because our team, yes, we love Jonathan Lansang. He buys lots of stuff. Yes, so uh, yes, it is gonna be the lessening of Dre live. That that's <laughs> gonna be our, I know. 
Like, damn it, Tits. Did you not set dates with Mr. Doctor? Yes, it is. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise. Surprise. Anyway, um, on the 22nd, naman, we're going to be having faction-focused demons. So we wanted something horror, but then we were originally going to do Gene Steeler cults. But Gene Steeler cults are due for an update in November. And we didn't want to do a video on like the faction focus for a faction, which is going to be like defunct in two weeks. So um, first of all, I want to say Ululmo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, our faction focus demons will be joined by a lot of people like we're gonna be having representatives from the dark gods i will be doing the Zinch section of the demons um our good friend dr christopher go not finally, to be confused with we'll senator christopher go who is we'll not a good person yes dr christopher go good senator christopher go bad so dr <laughs> christopher go will be representing corn and nurgle because Wild. he does both and of course, our very own Mr. Tits, who will be joining us for, as his name, Mr. Tits implies, for Slanesh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're going to be talking a lot about their background as well. Because demons are not at all a competitive faction. That's not why you play demons. You play demons because you can play them both in 40k and AOS, and because you're a troll. <laughs> yeah. So, and then there's going to be exploring horror RPGs with Mr. Doctor. And uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be Mr. Tits again, but, you know, we will see. And, yeah, it's, uh, Tits is very dedicated to Slanesh. That's his name. Um, if you mean Malal, we do talk about Malal. <laughs> but, you know, Malal is, Malal no longer exists. Though Malal actually has references in the Horus Heresy. So, pretty fun. And, um, yes, on the 29th, uh, it's going to be our um, faction focused Soul Bright Dream Lords. Because you can't do October without, like, like spooky, scary skeleton. Like, I originally wanted to do nothing but death the entire month, but no, it's October. Guess you can't just talk about Nagash for a month. Like, okay, I can't talk about Nagash for a, for a, for a month. I'll just talk about Nagash for a week. So <laughs> we, have, we have other dead, we have other dead yeah. things to talk about. And um, our 30th, the Halloween time by special, is something we're actually very uh, excited for. We're all going to be in costume. Mikey, get your costume ready. <laughs> so we're all yes. going to be in costume. And um, the with best drinks. part is um, there's no script. It's just going to be us interacting with you guys on the comment section. So you and can ask anything. Alcohol. Yeah. I'll be drinking. I will be not be drinking thing. because I am not allowed. So um, I It'll believe be Mr. Doctor thing. and Teacher Mikey can, uh, can drink. Uh, but we are not endorsing drinking, especially if my uh, liquor banana man tayo that time. <laughs> Who knows with this government? Yes. Watch me get drunk on stream. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, Mr. Tits, take note. This is a good idea from Michael. He'd like to see a horror campaign where the players don't realize they are flesh eater courts ghouls. <laughs> That's body horror. That is body horror. 
yeah, I, I can't go dressed as the Pope anymore because I don't have the robes now. But um, I'll think of something. Um, I think of mine as well. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's about it. Halloween Tambay special is going to be great. Um, and, but it's going to rely a lot on you guys being active in the comment section. So make sure that your 30th is free. Um, 31, we're not going to be scheduling stuff because uh, we know you guys are going to do Halloween stuff. So uh, have at it. And um, I think that's the end of tonight's stream. Uh, if you enjoyed yeah. our stream, please do like and subscribe to all our social media, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, you can also visit our website at dragonforgehobbies.com and check us out on Twitter and Instagram, controlled by Mr. Doctor. So if you message us on um, Instagram or Twitter, it is Mr. Doctor who will be responding. You can also join the Dragonforge Wargaming Facebook group if you're a wargamer. Definitely join that. And um, I think that's it for tonight. Okay. So, Teacher Mikey, anything pahabol? So, again, big armies, not so hard to get into if you choose the right game. No, Find the right yes. game that works for you, the theme that you want, and there's something for everybody. If you're into elves, dwarves, and, yeah. you know, uh, big, <laughs> big stuff, there's something for everybody. It's not as hard as everyone thinks. It's not as expensive as everyone thinks. Take small steps and Unless you find play heresy. <laughs> which will ruin your life and your wallet forever. So, yes. Ace, um, this is someone who's coming from a skirmish background. Um, I'm not totally averse to big army games. It's not even an acquired taste. It's a lot of fun if you can make the time and find ways to make it easier for you to get in. Yeah, Mikey actually didn't realize that he had enough Stormcast to almost field like a full big army of Stormcast now. He just yeah. needs a dragon. Yeah. Actually, now so I, like, I do. don't want to buy anymore. Now. And then Mikey's like, oh, I already have it. Uh, <laughs> Eric, Eric can attest to this. Um, he yeah. He's holding the last remaining units I need to complete the Soul Wars uh, box. Um, remind me to send you um, this Celestant on Dracoth guy. Ooh, cool. Yeah, cool, yeah. Cool, cool. Like I just want them all gone. Anyway, so um Ooh, a painting tip stream. Yeah, that's gonna be from me probably, no? Mr. I gotta paint hundred skeletons. <laughs> yeah, uh um actually, yeah, that's a good future topic. We're stealing that for November. Uh if anyone else has like um tips or suggestions hats. or like yeah what you want to see on our streams please do let us know in the comments pm us um turn our you, media, blah, 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 blah. you know the drill and um before we hit um 90 minutes we're gonna sign out for the glorious algorithms so um good night everyone magnus did nothing wrong nagash is the uh the best boy of aos and yeah good Enjoy night everybody night. And paint those minis now. And base and base your minis, Mikey. Oh, let's end the broadcast. Oh, I'm hiding. Ah, th this is a bit too complex for us in a video with our current setups. But yeah, we can we can do like a painting basics thing, I guess. Sige, sige. Okay, so right. keep commenting. We'll read all of them and we'll see what ideas we can get for the next. Right. Until then, adios, amigos. Night.